0: Are you ready to be unlocked? Are you ready to soar? This is an invitation to lift up your eyes to see from heaven's perspective where all things are possible. I am offering the Become a Beacon of Hope course. This five-week course will help you step into your true identity, a kingdom educator on mission with the King of Kings. As you gain perspective from heaven, you'll hear God's voice in new ways for yourself, students, and colleagues and you can expect to receive creative strategies from heaven for teaching and managing your classroom. It's time to soar. It's time to rise up beginning January 30th. This $67 course bundle includes five weekly live teaching sessions, plus three special guest speakers gifted in helping to connect you with God's heart to find freedom for stepping into true identity and purpose. You'll also receive a digital devotional called grab your hope goggles access to private facebook community group breakthrough session hope filled educator music playlist and a digital download of speaking words of life in your classroom for the first 10 who sign up you'll receive a free hard copy of grab your hope goggles Please consider joining me for this powerful breakthrough course by visiting speakingwordsoflife.com forward slash course. That's speakingwordsoflife.com forward slash course. I can't wait to see you on the inside for this powerful session. To the speaking words of life for educators podcast where we shine a bright light on your incredible call of carrying the kingdom of god into your classroom school and community it's here that you'll be transformed by the truth of your identity and activated to live the full life jesus paid for i'm your host jessica glover and i warmly welcome you to get ready to be encouraged strengthened and activated today in your position in the world of education I am so glad you're here. So this morning, I felt like there may have been some people who came and thought, well, I'm going to go and get blessed this morning, but I don't really have a vision for how this might change me going forward and going into my classroom next week. Or, And I just feel like the Lord's like, hold on. I'm here to challenge you to raise your expectations because King Jesus is here for his kids, his beloved educators that are on assignment. You are on assignment. You're on a mission, and it's really important to the heart of God. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 says, "'Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland.'" You know, our theme is about new, the new thing, new life that the Lord has for you. And sometimes that requires us turning our back on what has happened or what has been in the past and turning toward the new thing. So that's what we're about this morning. Song of Songs says, two thirteen through 14 says, can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? The early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are now blooming everywhere. The fragrance of their flowers whispers, there's change in the air. Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place. For now is the time to arise and come away with me. For you are my dove, hidden in the split open rock. And it was I who took you and hid you up high in the secret stairway of the sky. Let me see your radiant face and hear your sweet voice. How beautiful your eyes of worship and lovely your voice in prayer. So today you've been invited to lift up your eyes. It's a new season to see from heaven's perspective where all things are possible. It's impossible to see clearly without God's perspective, because when we get his higher view, we can see his purpose and receive his power. In John 21, 1 through 14, the disciples have been fishing all night and they caught nothing. But when they see Jesus on the beach, he encourages them to do what? Cast their nets on the other side. It was a new perspective. They had the choice to ignore Jesus and stick to what they knew or to take advantage and take a chance on catching more fish. And we know the story. They caught more fish than they could hold. So I want to propose to you that it's big big fish season. The impossible is now possible as you lean into your good daddy God's heart and gain his perspective. Sometimes, like Gideon in Judges 6, we can get stuck in our circumstances and we can't see clearly. But God is, un- is here to unlock the ways that the enemy may have isolated you, brought fear to cripple you so you wouldn't function at your highest capacity. But God promises to be with you and give you his perspective so you can see his purpose and be filled with his power today. Your key is connection with Father God. We know that without hope, we don't have a reason to live. And hope deferred makes our hearts sick, right? Proverbs 13, 12. So hope is necessary for living intentionally. We need to see with the eyes of faith what God sees in the here and the now. And I'm going to invite you to hold on to Psalms 25.3a with me. It says, no one whose hope is in you will be put to shame. And I'd like to think of this truth as the bedrock to where I came from, my personal call to the world of education. So two years into my first position in middle school literacy, I began to question, how am I going to make a difference, let alone make it through an entire career of teaching? I even wrote a letter to my favorite professor telling her, "How or what's with this discrepancy? I'm experiencing far less from what you described in this amazing teaching experience. You see, I couldn't reconcile analyzing reading data and adjusting my teaching to meet the needs of middle schoolers who happen to hate attending school and they especially loathe my reading class. I knew God was faithful, but what was I to do with this discrepancy of what I thought teaching would be and what it really appeared to be? But it came across a church leader who offered to mentor me in education He spoke to me about taking up my kingdom identity and authority in Christ in my classroom because I was truly on assignment, and this resonated with me. It took me a while to let go of my own separation of what I thought separation of church and state was, to take off that lens and let my dream of being a missionary actually bleed into where I was already positioned for impact. You are positioned for impact Andre taught me how to see myself as an ambassador of the King of Kings and to recognize I had authority to take over the atmosphere in my classroom, to set the atmosphere, that I was called to be a thermostat and not a thermometer, and that I wasn't to take on the victim mentality of the staff in my building. I was an Isaiah 61 light, and I want to propose to you today that you are an Isaiah 61 light that you're called to be a missionary in your school and that God has placed you strategically to be with your particular students at this time in history at the school you're at in the district that you're at. Hope arose for me as I realized my identity as an educator of influence and intentionality. I realized that friend Holy Spirit, he really wanted to leak out of me to speak truth and life over my students and my colleagues. And during this season of my teaching in middle school, I actually, I I had a kiddo who gave his heart to Jesus while I was teaching a social studies lesson, which was a complete surprise to me. I mean, it really does make a difference when you set the atmosphere, and you might even be surprised at what happens. (laughs) I learned to use the power of honor with my homosexual principal, and she gave me favor to put on a parent night where I got to invite a kingdom leader from my church to speak to parents about kingdom parenting practices. It was really empowering for my community. My mindset had changed. That was the thing that had happened. I now believe the truth about my identity and purpose. I I then began to believe that my identity and purpose in the world of education could truly change the course of history. Then my experience is one of stepping out of hopelessness and into a hope-filled vision. And the switch was a vision of my identity and purpose in education. I began to see myself as more of a teacher trying, not trying to just swim upstream and trying to scale the stack of papers to grade, district mandates to fill, and the test scores to compare. But I had vision vision for the impact. I was invited to hear God's voice while I was teaching, and so are you, to set the atmosphere, to take my thoughts captive, and to create worlds with my words for myself and my students. And I, as I began to believe who I was, I could teach my kids to believe who God had created them to be. And you know what? My middle school and elementary colleagues started noticing the shift. They started coming to me saying, why does so and so work for you but they won't work for me? Or how are you getting them to raise their grades because they're not doing anything different for me? And I really knew the answer was it's because I'm recognizing who I am. I'm actually rising up in who I am so I can call out the gold in them. That wasn't necessarily the palatable answer for public education. So I wrote a book called Speaking Words of Life in Your Classroom, and it's a super simple, hands-on, hey, I used these resources to set an atmosphere in my classroom for change, to see my students, how God sees them. And when you came in, you picked up a affirmation sheet. I began to have my kids make declarations over themselves. The first one on there, I love the first five, they're my favorite. I am a calculated risk taker and history maker. I choose life today that I might live and achieve great things in my life. I'm not a mistake or an accident. I have a purpose. And you know what? As we began to say these out things out loud, the, the atmosphere shifted even more because why? They started to believe what they were saying. And they realized, oh wait, I am a change agent. I am a world changer. So that means maybe I might start raising my hand because with this class that I hated, Maybe I kinda like it. Maybe I wanna be a leader in this class. Maybe I want to be someone who's actually gonna have a voice. That's the cool thing is that when we call the gold out of our students, they actually start to rise to the occasion and they start to walk in the God-given identity that they were born with. So today, I have a book, Speaking Words of Life, for someone in here. I actually wanna give it away to a parent. We have some homeschool parents in here. Will you raise your hand if you're a homeschool parent? Okay. I actually would like to give this to you. Yeah. And I I just want to encourage you that, that that book is really meant to speak words of life over your kids, whether they know Jesus or not. But it's an opportunity to be able to breathe life into any school classroom where it's actually changing our lens, not just about ourselves, but about our students so that we can call the life out in them. Okay. Yeah. So today, I want to address our identity as teachers on mission. Remember, our, our theme is the new thing, that God's doing a new thing in you, and it coincides with who you really are. Your real identity as a kingdom educator And as we step further into our real identity, we begin to see who God made our students to be, and we're able to call out the gold in them to wake up and rise up. I have a sheet here. One second. Okay, there we go. So the good thing that we need to do is just to examine where do our thoughts come from. And we know our thoughts come from three places. They're coming from God, they're coming from our adversary, the devil, or they're coming from ourselves. But it is important with ourselves to remember that we can take in things that other people have said to us, labels, truth, or lies. But when we start to believe them, they become our truth. And remember that proverb that says, Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. When I take something into my thought, it goes into my heart and then it comes out. So when I start saying those things over myself, even if they're lies, They become the reality that I actually believe about who I am. Yes, whether it's a lie or a truth. And so it's, I'm going to have us just stop for a second and consider which of these thoughts have we said aloud or internally, I'm not good at, I will never, I can't possibly, I'll never be able to, I can't afford, I will never be able to afford. I don't have time for. <clears throat> I'm stuck in these areas. Blank will never change. What, what if these thoughts are actually what are keeping us feeling desperate or in survival mode? I really wish someone would ask me this when I was in the classroom. What if these thoughts are actually what's keeping us bound in survival mode? See, victim mentality can often become our place of comfort and safety, and sometimes it's easier to hide under the limiting the belief that it'll always be like this than to actually hope and suffer the consequences that things will, won't change. What if they do? What if they do change based on what you believe about who you are and who's called you? Can I actually step into abiding in Jesus where I have limitless energy, limitless strength, joy, where I can't carry the heaviness that I feel right now with regards to my assignment? I want to say yes. Yes. And it starts with surrendering the words that we have agreed with. You see, you, Kingdom Educator, are the deciding factor in your classroom. You set the tone, you set the atmosphere, and you're the one who holds the expectations for your students' behavior and your own beliefs about what's truly possible. It's time to rise up with the vision for this school year, but it starts with how you see yourself. It's what happened when you invited Jesus into your life you were born for impact. That's what happened. When he came in, you were born for impact. You are on assignment just because he lives inside of you. God wants to transform you to be more like himself because you are a kingdom carrier, a conduit of God's presence. And it's time to realize the hope-filled perspective he has for you so that you can truly leak out his goodness wherever you go. And the impact Your students and colleagues, they need you to be fully you, victorious in Christ and living all that Jesus already paid for so that they can be touched by the goodness of God through you. I'm going to invite Bryce and the team to come and play a song for us. And while they're coming up, I want to invite you to do something with me. I feel like I'm kind of like uncovering some things right now. But you know what? It's the new thing. The new thing sometimes requires that we get rid of the old. So while I was reading that list to you, I want you to, if you don't already have this in your mind, I want you to think of what's that thing that's not serving me well, that thought that I've taken on maybe as my identity or the thing I just keep saying over myself. And I want you to just think on what that is, because we're actually gonna have an exchange with Jesus. I'm gonna invite you to exchange that thing that's been holding you back so that you can step into the new thing that he has for you. It came, that, that thing that's not serving well might have sounded like I'm not good at, I will never, I can't possibly, I don't have time for, I'm stuck, I will never change. Can you picture that word or that thought in your head that's limiting you? Now, I'm going to invite you to um, do something kind of, maybe it's out there for you. But I want you just to close your eyes. And we're going to have an exchange with Jesus. And if you're not ready, that's fine. But if you're ready and you just want to move forward right now, now's your time. And I want you just to picture yourself, your eyes are closed, and it's just you and Jesus. And Jesus, I just thank you that you are here right now because you want to give us something better than what we're holding. And I just, he's standing in front of you and he's got a smile on his face. And he's like, there's my beloved I am so glad you're here with me. Do you see him? He is proud of you just because you're his. And he says, what do you have to hand to me? And you're standing right in front of him and you've got that box or that bag or that barrel. It's holding that word or those words that have not served you well. And he's saying, Are you ready? Are you ready to give me that thing that's held you victim? Because I've got so much more. And if you're ready, why don't you go ahead and just hand him those words that haven't served you well? That name, that thing. once you've handed it to him, I want you to take a risk. And I want you to say, Jesus, what do you have for me in exchange? Because I just feel like he's got a gift for you. He's got a surprise for you, his favorite one. And it's way better than what you just handed him. If you want to, go ahead and hug him. Jesus, we just thank you that you take up all of our burdens. You wrap them up and you take them away. And you give us a new name. And you give us gifts we didn't even ask for. And I thank you that today is a new day. It's a new time. The old is gone and the new has come, and we're pushing forward to the new thing that you have. We're grabbing hold of new wineskins for new wine, for a new season to walk in connection with you. We just thank you, Jesus, that you want to use us as a conduit of goodness in our schools. And we're just your kids, and that's all we got to be. We just got to hold your hand. You're going to lead us and guide us, and you're going to bring breakthrough that we didn't even ask for, just because we choose you. I thank you for your favor and your anointing on each person here. I thank you for calling them and equipping them for the good, for the good news of carrying the name of Jesus. I thank you for your choice. You're choosing us over and over and over again. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please subscribe to be the first to hear about my newest resources in person and online events and received my inspiring bi-monthly newsletter by subscribing to speakingwordsoflife.com forward slash podcast. And be sure to find me on the socials at Speaking Words of Life, number four, educators. That's Speaking Words of Life for educators. Until next time, don't forget that you're a carrier of God's goodness and what you're doing every day in your classroom is changing lives.